How's it going Spurs fans? My name is Tom Petrini and I am here with a very special edition of the Big Fundamental Podcast here in fabulous Las Vegas for NBA Summer League just down the street at UNLV. I am here at my hotel, the Virgin Hotel and Casino. It's not the Hard Rock anymore, but it's still pretty cool. Uh, and I'm going to answer some of your questions here. We're going to see uh, what the Spurs fans want to know about from this Summer League session. So let's start with a question from at loyal Spurs fan. Michael, thank you for your question. Pros and cons that you've seen from each of these four players. Good place to start. Uh, so broad strokes here. Let's start with Josh Primo. 18-year-old, number 12 pick, surprised a lot of people. What have we seen from him so far in Salt Lake and here in Vegas? Uh, he's really shifty off the dribble. He did not play that role at all uh, in his time at Alabama. Um, he was a spot-up shooter, 3-and-D guy. Uh, and when he's playing at the NBA level, especially at 18, 19 years old, that's probably what they're going to have him focus on. But Summer League is for expanding and learning and growing. And he has shown a really shifty handle. He's shown an ability to get to his spots and get to his shots uh, at kind of an advanced level. Uh, he has a really nice turnaround fade uh, that he, he pulls off his dribble, turns around in the paint, uh, looks really nice. And he has some solid defensive potential. He's got big paws. I think he might grow a little bit, uh, six foot six. And he uses his athleticism really, really well on that end of the floor. So I like his shot. I like that he's a willing passer. He's not a selfish guy. He's made a lot of turnovers trying some passes, but his coaches and teammates like to see that from him. Um, the, really the only thing is that inexperience and it's something that he's talked about, something his coaches have talked about. Um, he's 18 years old. He's basically a college freshman age kid uh, playing at not the highest level, but as high a level as he can be playing at right now. Uh, and so experience will come and he'll grow in confidence, but his confidence already is really, really high, I think. He's trying stuff that you should be trying in Summer League, you know? Uh, so you love to see that from the kid. Joe Wieskamp, this guy is a shooter. Uh, he shot 46% from three at Iowa last year. He's an underrated athlete. That's something that he showed off at the Combine a little bit, and uh, the Spurs certainly picked up on. That's something he's talked about since the draft. I wanted to show that I'm more than just a shooter, and he is. Uh, he's springy, he hustles, um, he's quick. I like the way he moves off the ball. It's uh, a limited role that he's been playing. They've mainly been sticking him in the corner, but he's made really good use of the space. He has a good understanding of when to relocate and where to, and that's gotten him some open opportunities here in Summer League. There are good shots that you want him taking. He hasn't been hitting a lot of them. Yesterday he hit uh, two threes, first pro game where he's done that. So uh, I think that he's going to be very, very solid in that role. Um, the, the other things with him, the other areas of the game are rougher. And, you know, it's something that he didn't really do at a high level in college. And so at the NBA, there's going to be, you know, an adjustment for sure. Uh, his handle, his own shot creation is not great. He's shown some flashes of, you know, catch, pump, make a play. Uh, he's a willing passer. He can find his teammates, and he did a couple of times yesterday. Um, and he's an unselfish guy. Something that his coaches were talking about, co coaches and teammates were talking about was uh, they want to see him be you know, a little more aggressive, a little more selfish, right? He's trying to make the right play. He's trying to 
uh, play that unselfish brand of basketball. Uh, but especially here, you want to see guys, you know, take a little bit more. So um, excited to see him develop that comfort level. Uh, but I, I see him as a, a pretty solid three-point shooter with good size. And though his defense right now definitely needs work, he's learning how the Spurs want him to play at this level. So uh, he's definitely going to take some time in the G League, but there's really good potential there. All right, Devin Vassell, this is the guy who the Spurs have been really riding in Summer League as far as primary creation, and that's not a role that he plays uh, in San Antonio very much. You know, in his rookie season, he was, at the NBA level, really a spot-up shooter uh, and wing defender. And here he's getting a chance to show off the dribble creation that he's been working on. Uh, it hasn't gone particularly great in terms of the shots falling. Um, and his coaches have been talking about shot quality and things like that where, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot tougher than what he has been taking at the NBA level so far. So uh, to see him trying those things, I think, is really positive. Um, and he's done a good job, uh, again, like Primo, of getting to his spots. And it's just a matter of the shots going in or not. Some of them are in and out, but, uh, you know, he's, he's shown an ability to uh, create open three-point shots for himself in pick and roll and, you know, attack when the defense goes over and takes that away. So I like what I've seen from Vassell in terms of the creativity. Uh, execution could be a little bit better, but that's really it. Trey Jones, in just two games here, I think has been the most solid and consistent San Antonio Spur here at Summer League. Um, he's been really good. He's been attacking the rim aggressively and finishing. Uh, his, his finishing package is pretty ridiculous. Uh, he's not the biggest guy. He's 6'3". He's not the most athletic guy. Um, although that his athleticism has improved and he got up for an almost dunk uh, that I think was a foul yesterday. Uh, but he has been incredibly effective at using his skill that he's been building uh, to create for not just himself but for teammates. And also, he's not really known as a three-point shooter. This is something Mitch Johnson talked about yesterday. Um, guys are going to see on the scouting report that you shouldn't let him in the paint, and you shouldn't because he's really effective there. Uh, so sometimes they're going to give him that space on the perimeter, and he's got to show a willingness to take and make those shots, and he has so far. Uh, here in Vegas. So that's been really, really good to see. Only negatives from him so far uh, have been some turnovers and sloppiness in really just the first quarters of these games. Um, and again, he's handling the ball a lot. He's trying a lot of different things. So uh, I'm not too worried about summer league turnover numbers. The other thing I really love from him is his defense. Uh, he's very solid in that area. And uh, you know, he was ACC Defensive Player of the Year at Duke the year, year before he was drafted. So uh, he has talent in that regard. And uh, especially with the bench unit changing, getting younger, Patty Mills gone, uh, it could be interesting if he gets uh, minutes off the bench there to see how he can contribute on the defensive end. So thank you again for that question, Michael. Very, very nice general starting point. Uh, let's get a little more in depth here. This is from my buddy Jackson at Ken's Five, Jackson Floyd at Jackson Ken's Five. How you doing, buddy? Miss you. Wish you were here. Next year, maybe. Let's convince Jack. Wieskamp gets more minutes than Primo this season. 
Not sure about that one. Uh, this was a thought that I had. Draft night, you know, Primo's 18 years old. Wieskamp, a more seasoned rookie at 21. Uh, and Wieskamp seems to have a more plug-and-play skill set, right? You could just pop him in, and he's going to provide spacing. Uh, after the draft, the Spurs have acquired Doug McDermott, who I would expect to get a lot more minutes than Joe Wieskamp this year, doing the same thing. Um, and that's the way it should be. Uh, this is, I think, going to be a developmental year for uh, Wieskamp. There are not many second-round picks who are just ready to go at the NBA level right when they're at the league. If they were, they probably wouldn't be second-round picks, you know? So, um, and so, so part of it is that, and part of it is that Primo, I really like what he does, and he does something that not many people on this Spurs team do with any regularity, which is, uh, you know, playmake dynamically with a three-point shot as sort of the basis of it, right? You have a lot of guys like DeJounte Murray, uh, Lonnie Walker, Keldon Johnson, who have that three-point shot, but really it's a catch-and-shoot three-point shot that you want them taking. They're not going to be taking too many off-the-bounce three-point shots. And Primo has the ability to take those shots and if he can start making those, especially at the G League level with the NBA line, uh, we might be seeing some of 18-year-old Josh Primo at the NBA level, uh, which, I mean, how cool is that for the Spurs um, to, to have a guy that young who is that poised at this level? Uh, thank you for your question again, Jackson. Um, and that leads us into our next one from uh, Joe Frank 116 Thank you, Jordan, for your question. What stood out most regarding Primo? A good question, um, and I'm going to go along the lines of what his coaches and teammates have been saying about him, and something that I've noticed in my brief conversations with the kid uh, is that he's incredibly poised and calm and looks like he's supposed to be here, which is crazy given that he's 18 years old. Think about the dumbest thing that you did when you were 18 years old. This kid's playing in the NBA. Uh, and he seems to come into every game, every uh, opportunity as a, a challenge that he's willing to take on. Uh, and I just, I love his attitude. I love the way that he is approaching this and, uh, you know, showing off in this summer league that, hey, I'm, I'm more than just a 3 and D guy. So um, I'm, I'm really excited for this kid's growth potential. Um, and I think that uh, if you're not willing to just bet on this 18-year-old kid who's already accomplished so much uh, based on that, based on his achievements on the court and what he does with his game, bet on his attitude. Um, that's, that's what I think I like most so far about Josh Primo. So thank you again, Jordan, for your question. All right, this one is from TMBS Lost Patron, or Lost Patron, I'm not sure. Thank you for your question, man. Uh, couple of different parts here. One, is Pop still having fun with the young guys? And two, any indication from him if he's committed to the rebuild or wants to, prefers to put a more competitive product out? Uh, good questions. Let's start with the, is he having fun with the young guys? And uh, at last check, the answer is absolutely yes. Um, he's talked about how uh, being with these guys every day and the energy that they bring, you know, the Keldons and the Lonnie's, DeJounte, Derek, uh, all of these guys who 
just have great attitudes, work really hard, and uh, you know, they're not quiet. They, they bring excitement to the practice facility and, and the arena every day. So um, I forget what the exact quote was from Pop about that, um, but I, I do think he really quite likes it, and especially after the stress and the pressure of coaching Team USA through struggles, through one of the toughest, probably the toughest international field uh, in Olympic history, as far as men's basketball goes, going through exhibition losses, going through prelim losses, and then finally coming out with a gold medal. Uh, you know, I, I think he said, and people around him said, this is the most pressure he's ever felt. Uh, and you think about what he's accomplished and you know, he had the weight of a nation on his shoulders and took a lot of heat uh, before the medal round. So I think to then come back to San Antonio uh, and have this group of young guys who are all great people who they've been building uh, for years. DeJounte was drafted in 2016 uh, and he was the first real pick of this whole young core, as we call them. Um, so. I, I think that he really does enjoy it, and uh, you know I don't know how much longer he sticks around, but I know that forever, ha, for however long he stays, he's going to be enjoying spending time with these guys. Uh, and then as far as the rebuild or competitive uh, product cost-benefit analysis goes, I think the short and kind of cop-out answer is yes to both. I think they with the roster moves, I mean, they absolutely have rebuilt. Uh, DeMar DeRozan gone, Rudy Gay gone, Patty Mills gone. Um, and that is all going to mean more opportunities for these young guys. Um, it has to mean that, right? But I don't think it has to mean that the Spurs are going to stink this year. Uh, I think that everybody in San Antonio will be trying really hard to avoid that happening. Um, so I think you're going to see increased roles for the young guys. I think you're going to see uh, you know, more development focus in the game plan and the rotations maybe. Uh, but I think you're also going to see a Spurs team that wants to win these games and wins more than uh, a lot of people are expecting. Uh, I haven't spent too much time in the casino. I'm not sure what the odds are for the Spurs uh, to make the playoffs say. I'm not sure what the over-under for season wins is. Uh, but Vegas kind of always underrates the Spurs in those departments. So uh, I, I think that there's good potential here for the Spurs to commit to this roster and still have a pretty successful season. A couple more here. This one's from Jerry. Jerry, thank you for your question. Uh, this one's a little more in-depth about Devin Vassell. So what's a good player comparison for his floor and for his ceiling? And what are some predictions for his 2021-2022 campaign? So I think about what he does already at the NBA level at a high level. He's got long arms. He's got a pretty big frame for a shooting guard, pretty solid frame for a small forward. Um, really good athleticism, really quick and his three-point shot is going to be uh, what he makes his money on at the NBA level. So at that level with the San Antonio Spurs this year, um, 
I expect him to be sort of a combo 2-3, space the floor, play good defense, maybe guard the best player out there on the floor, um, best shot creator. That's something he's been doing a bit here. Uh, and he's really, really aggressive and pesky in that role. I love his defense. Um, so for that reason, I feel like his floor is kind of there. And I think about a guy like Danny Green, right? Really good positional size, excellent defender. And, uh, you know, his job is to shoot. Um, the reason that I'm a little higher on him is because he's already shown more shot creation ability than Danny Green ever has. So I think about what a guy like Danny Green could accomplish with a solid handle, with an ability to, you know, turn around, get to that mid-range game, maybe post up a little bit, um, you know, create for himself and others. Uh, I think about a guy like Paul George. Um, I think if we're talking about like the loftiest thing that uh, Devin Vassell could accomplish as a player, um, Paul George would be a good thing to aim for. As far as this year goes, I'm just going to go quick on the predictions here. Uh, minutes per game, I'm going to say 22. I think he's going to be a key piece off the bench. As far as his role goes, uh, I think it's going to be very similar to what it was last year. 3 and D, wing, maybe some secondary playmaking out of that. Catch and shoot, pump fake, drive to the lane, triple threat. Um, his, his playmaking here has shown promise in terms of his handle, uh, but a lot of these shots have been well contested despite his length. Um, he's still working on creating necessary separation to be a really relied upon player in that regard. So if he does ascend to that more Paul George type of player, I don't think it'll be this year. But I still think he can be a very, very effective piece this year if he just does what he already does right now at a very high level. As far as his stat line goes, I'm just going to guess 11 points per game, 5 rebounds per game, one and a half combined steals and blocks per game, and 38% from three. I think those are pretty solid things to shoot for if you're Devin Vassell this season. And then last question here from Damien. Damien, thank you, good to see you, appreciate you. Uh, have you and Noah hit the craps table? Uh, shout out to Noah Magaro, George, real quick. Uh, it's been really nice spending some time with him out here. He's a good egg, go follow him if you don't already. Uh, we did sit down at a craps table, and this is exactly how it went. I said, all right, Noah, you're here, you got to play craps. And he said, okay, how do you play craps? And I sat down at the thing, and I was like, yeah, I have no idea how this works. Let's go do something else. Uh, so we technically did hit it, uh, but we, I don't think any bets were placed. Uh, I think we just got confused and walked away. Uh, but again, very good to see him. Give both of those guys a follow, Damien and Noah. Uh, really good to see you out here. Uh, that'll be a wrap for me. Um, I'll try to answer some more questions while I'm out here. Uh, very good to see you guys. Thank you so much for interacting with my stuff and asking these questions. Uh, and I wouldn't be here doing this without people like you, so really appreciate you. Again, thank you guys so much for supporting the coverage. Keep it tuned to Ken's 5 on TV and on the digital side for all the latest from Summer League and all the rest on your San Antonio Spurs. My name's Tom Petrini. It's been an absolute pleasure. Have a good one, guys.